What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Some more public defecation from the Lakers on display. A game that was hyped up as the last stand. The last stand for the Laker franchise with LeBron James to make that run after they bent over in the Valley of the Sun, got uh, hit by a cacti in Arizona. And early on, the Lakers came out. They had a big lead. They were up by 10 points, looking pretty good in the first part of the game. And then they had to play the rest of the game. They had to play the rest of the game, and that was their demise as the Los Angeles Clippers, been told by many people that work here at Fox Sports Radio over the years, irrelevant, uh, garbage franchise, uh, and they continue 
to take the lunch of the Lakers. 113-105, to 105, the latest final. And so the Clippers in fine position with the only a limited schedule left. You look down the stretch here in the NBA, there's only a short amount of games left before the playoffs go on. And the NBA standings, it is bottled up at the bottom of the Western Conference with the Clippers right now the seventh seed in the West, but they're only a half game behind the Utah Jazz, and the math works out where they could actually end up as high as fifth or fourth if the Trailblazers and Rockets have a bad stretch, but it's uh, there has been separation. You know when you watch a horse race and early on the first turn of the horse race, there's not much going on, everything's kind of bundled up, all the horses are together, and you, you make that second turn and the horses are still together, there's not any separation. But then as you turn and you make that final stretch run around the corner, down the stretch run, then you get separation. That is what's going on in the Western Conference as the teams that are going to be in the playoffs have separated from the pretenders, like the Los Angeles Lakers, a fraud, the Sacramento Kings. The Lakers, if you do the math on this, the Lakers actually have a better chance of finishing with the third worst record in the Western Conference than they do of getting to the playoffs. <laughs> they they have a shot. They're 14 and a half games behind Golden State, the overall supremacy in the West. Of course, not going to catch them. Uh, but if you look at it, they're five and a half games behind San Antonio. The Lakers are to catch the San Antonio Spurs, who are the last team in the playoffs. But the way the math works out, the Dallas Mavericks, who have the third worst record in the Western Conference, the spread on that in the loss column is only two games. <laughs> only th- so the Lakers have a much better chance of finishing with the third worst record than they do of ending up in the postseason. All right, so what are the big takeaways? Let's discuss here the latest random NBA game to talk about. The thoughts on the Clippers falling down 10, coming back, and beating the Lakers. Now, I have punted the crooner and Armageddon. I've got those three things, and we will tie them all together. Now, first of all, you know when you watch a college football game and one team's overly strong and athletic and the other team is slow and plodding and you can tell the difference. Oftentimes when Alabama plays one of their non-conference games, one of their directional opponents or the Citadel, you can tell, well, one team has a bunch of tremendous gifted athletes, the other team not so much. Right? You can go through that and you're like, it's not that hard to figure it out when you're watching this and Watching the difference between the Clippers and Lakers, there's a fluidity to the way that the Clippers play. They have better athletes. One guy in particular who did not lead the the Clippers, if you saw this game, in statistical domination. He only had 14 points, but had a bunch of rebounds, 11 rebounds and five assists. Montrez Harrell, who was monster mashing in the middle. And that was a gift from the Houston Rockets. He's a former Rocket as the Clippers just ripped apart the Rockets in that Chris Paul hijacking of the Rockets roster there by the great Jerry West to get Montrez Harrell in there. But the Clippers don't have a superstar, but they come in waves. And to think at this point, this group of dirt dogs, by basketball standards, they make a lot of money, but by basketball standards, they're a bunch of dirt dogs. And that hard work has beaten Hollywood because the Lakers are all about Hollywood. And the Clippers have figured out a way to do it. And it's the equivalent of when you watch an NFL game. Let's say your team, your favorite NFL team, we'll pick a random team here. Let's say you are a fan of the Houston Texans. The Texans have the ball 
And they have it. It's a fourth down and seven. Fourth down and seven for the Texans. And they are going to either go for it or give up and punt. Well, the Texans, let's say they're playing Indianapolis. The Texans on fourth down and seven, in a game they're trailing, time's running out, decide, well, you know what we're going to We're going to punt the ball away. We're going to seed the game. We're going to give the game away. And while you're punting the ball away, the other team muffs it. You pick the football up. You go down and score a touchdown. That is what ha- has happened in this dynamic between the Clippers and the Lakers. Jerry West raised the white flag. He was the French soldier. The Clippers were retreating. They had given up. They said, no moss, no moss. And the Lakers and LeBron James, that football came down and he muffed it. He muffed the football. The Clippers picked the football up and they scored a touchdown in the end zone. Seven points, point after touchdown, good. You lose the game. There you go. That would be the Tobias Harris trade. That would be the Tobias Harris trade where the Clippers traded their most productive player to Philadelphia for the great Landry Shaman. And you can Shaman again all day and all night. He didn't play as well as he did against the Knicks, but who? Landry Shaman. Guy's a gunner. Guy's wonderful. So. LeBron James' kryptonite is the Western Conference. More on that in a minute. Now, the second point here, uh, if you've listened to us over the last couple weeks, I've been very calm. I've been very calculated. I have been reluctant to go off the deep end. I One thing about me, I'm very level-headed as a talk show host. I don't, I'm not emotional. I don't do hot take radio like these other people. I don't do that. I don't. And, you know, guys like Eddie, shock jocks like Eddie over there, he's like, oh, the Lakers aren't going to make the plus. I said no. I said, I'm, I'm not ready to do that. I'm not ready at all. Can't do it. But you know what I've got right now? I'm wearing right now. You can't see this because it's the radio. I have my carpenter's belt on because what I have here is a hammer and a nail because this is the final nail in the coffin of LeBron James and the 2019 Lakers. Dead, 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 dead. It's over. Now, you might not know this about me, but before I became a talk show host, I was a crooner. Did you know that? You did not know that? It's a bad job by you. For many, many years, I worked in the music industry. Uh, I did. And I would like to sing. No, 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 no. I would like to sing a little ditty for you. Can I sing a ditty for you? Would you be okay with that? Here we go. Turn out the lights. The party's over. You're a loser, LeBron. You're a loser. All good things must come to an end, like your streak of making the playoffs. I'd like to introduce you to the M word, misery, because the party's over, baby. It is all over. Now, again, I don't want to stand here and hold a shovel and just pile dirt on top. Although I do feel like a grave digger at this particular point. I remember, I'm old enough to remember when LeBron James, you had LeBron James on your team, you were going to the NBA Finals. I remember that. All it took for LeBron James, that mythology to end, was the purple and gold uniform. Now, I don't want to call anyone out either because, I, again, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to do a classy show here. But I recall back in November, I think it was November 15th, Someone pumped their chest out very cockily 
arrogantly and said, hey, Lakers are passing the Clippers. It's going to happen this weekend. It's going to happen. Guaranteed. I'm all right. I'm a football player. Yeah. Still waiting for that to happen. We're still waiting for that. A final point here. This is basketball Armageddon is what it is. Hollywood is turning on the Lakers. You've got prominent B, C, D-list celebrities that go to these Laker games. They're turning on them. And now the excuses are going to get cranked up because you cannot have a god, a loser. But you are what your record says you are, and the Lakers have a losing record. So what is going to happen is the excuse-making. The mainstream basketball media that carries the water for LeBron James are going to work overtime. Right now, they're, they're working on how to come up with a story to make this seem less destructive. It is myth-busting is what it is. Right? For many, many years, I said, well, if only LeBron was in the West, he'd be exposed. And people said, no, Mallory, you're a moron. You don't know what you're talking about. Well, LeBron's in the West. He's been exposed. He's a fraud. And you can go back to the Eastern Conference. It, it, LeBron, at this point, should ask to leave. If he cared about his basketball legacy, he should say, it just didn't work out. I'm not a West Coast guy. I would like to go back to a place where it's 30 degrees in January and February and March. I don't want to be in a place where it's you know 70 degrees. Although it's been colder than that in L.A. and raining the last couple of months. But uh, this is a fraudulent run, and it's only going to get worse because you mentioned the kryptonite and all that and – basketball Armageddon, but LeBron James, by the time the next postseason rolls around, will be 35 years old. And why would any free agent, why would any of these free agents worth their salt want to play with LeBron James? Why would you want this toxic wave that is around the Lakers? Why would you want to swim in that water? Like if you go to the beach and you see a sign saying, do not swim poisonous water, shark-infested water, why are you then going to do a belly whopper into the water when there's signs posted saying, stay out? you got to stay out. This is not that complicated. It's not. I mean, LeBron had a cakewalk in the, in the Eastern Conference. It's obviously much more challenging here, and he, is, he has failed. LeBron gets an F, 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 F. No need to elaborate. No need to put qualifiers in there. Pathetic. His superpowers have been overmatched. I can go on and on, but I'll pause right now. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Solid Gold Garcia. Turn out the lights, the party's over. Uh, you are no Don Meredith, but uh, I, I've said the lights should have been turned out a, a couple eh, games ago. Eddie, I'm glad I, to see took, you finally have well, uh, you know what, faced it, reality here. It took the Clippers. It yeah. took the Clips for the final kill shot. They are the assassin, the L.A. Clippers. And oh, it was know, wonderful. I don't know about that, but uh, they are. I'm surprised you didn't. Hey, you've got the tool belt on with the hammer. I, I didn't hear any hammering noises, though, as far as the you know the final nail. Well, the, the mic's a directional there. microphone. That's why you couldn't hear it. You... I see. There it is. There you go. Thank you. Hold on a second. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's the coffin right there. I, I hear it now. <laughs> I'm going to kick some dirt on it, Eddie. You want to kick some dirt is there in the dirt? coffin? You got some dirt in yeah. there? Yeah, it's like an Orthodox funeral. We're putting dirt on the, uh, the grave there. That's what we're doing. Been to too many funerals over the years, you know what I'm saying? I hear you. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, as we get older, it probably is just going to increase. Exactly. Yeah. 
Well, eventually we'll go to our own, I guess, at some point. But there you go. That's our, our non-morbid thought. I guess it is our morbid thought of the night. But Koopa uh, Loop, I remember November 15th, Eddie Koopa Loop said he was very arrogantly, you know, kind of bold. That, that, Cockily, I think that, you said. Yeah, I did. That's a new word. <laughs> but is he I had like that, that, word. that that kind of swagger, that Hollywood kid actor swagger. <laughs> well, that, hey, Mal, he, well, you're a loser. Well, good reason for that. Yeah. He was a Hollywood and kid actor. Just so. like... The Broncos, who have gone to oblivion, oh, no. No just like the Angels, that. who are useless. The Los Angeles Lakers are irrelevant. Is there a pattern here? I think forget the curse of the Bambino, which has now been ended because all my teams get to the championship round. Of course, they don't Hoop. win. But Does it, they yeah. get there, Eddie. Yeah, they do get there. They get there, they get Eddie. There. They're on the, the doorstep of glory. Yeah, before Hoop the door is slammed in their face. But. My producer's teams, man, embarrassing. How about, I love Patrick Beverly. He's my new favorite clipper, Patrick Beverly. I, I lost my favorite who? clipper. My favorite Clipper was Boban, but he's gone now. He traded him to Philadelphia. Yeah. But uh, Beverly, uh, I, that was me if I had been out there when he in the final seconds, Eddie was like three seconds yeah. left. You didn't watch the game. He was taunting, but the he crowd, was taunting. Yeah. I love that. Oh I saw my the god! There's any fan base that can't handle this. I was sure Eddie, the ghosts and goblins of of the Lakers retired jerseys in those championships, because I was always told by these idiots that the, 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 all those championships, the Lakers, oh, the legacy. Didn't those banners help him out? Come on. And those retired numbers, didn't the ghosts come down, like Will Chamberlain's ghost and George Mikan's ghost and Shaquille O'Neal's ghost come down and help out LeBron James? What happened? Why didn't they come down and help? Oh, wait a minute. That doesn't exist. You're losers. That's right. You're losers. Well, this feels good, Eddie. I don't think I for the good. whole crew it feels no, very it good. I, there's right. there's another room in there with nah, with right. Laker fans. Nah, they don't. Know, typical, I don't think they're enjoying. Congratulations it. on your NBA title, Ben. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know they had those championship banners up. I mean, please. Do you see that stat? This is one of the great. This is probably the greatest thing I've ever. I've sent out like fifty six thousand tweets in, over the last ten years. This is the greatest. The Clippers in their last twenty seven games with the Lakers are twenty three and four. Is that right? <laughs> yes, they're twenty-three wow. and four. Oh. Before that, they were thirteen and sixty-seven. Twenty-three so. and four. That's back when Doctor Bus was alive. When the Lakers were relevant. Jeannie Bus. I'll tell you what. I gotta say something right now. Yeah, she's getting a pass. Adam Silver should remove the Jeannie Bus as the Lakers owner. She don't know what she's doing. The Bus kids. The apple does fall far from the tree because these kids don't know what they're doing. They're ruining the franchise. I mean, at some point, doesn't the NBA have to intervene? They took the Clippers away from Donald Sterling. I think what the bus kids are doing is much worse here. They're ruining one of the legacy franchises in the NBA. They're a laughingstock. Does anyone? No one's pushing back on that, Eddie. I think they agree. They should. The NBA should remove Genie Bus as the controller. You're right. It's way worse than racism. I listen. <laughs> I think what's going on right now is you'd rather have a racism than what's going on with the Lakers right now, Koopa Loop. What's going on with them? You would rather have that. So you said back in November, Coop, that the, the Lakers are going to pass the Clippers by, and you were mocking me. So would you like to say something right now? Go ahead. The mic is yours. I don't remember mocking you. Oh, you did. Oh, you you did. We can go back and go, you want to go back to the tape. We can go play the tape. Yeah, play the tape. Play then. the tape, Roberto. Go ahead. Play the tape. Come on, play. Oh, that's right. That would require you going back and getting the tape. Now the question is, is how low can you go? That's the question. That bar, how low can you go? You lower the bar, you lower the bar. How low can you go? That's the question. Not raise the bar, he's lowering the bar, and he still can't get under the bar. 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, if you were listening to a previous edition of the Ben Maller Show, we played some audio. I don't know if we can find it real quick, but Snoop Dogg, uh, he he went full guns a-blazing 
after the Lakers had lost to the Phoenix Suns over the weekend, he went on a rant. And it took our editing department about 72 hours to clean up all the N-words, F-words, and all the rest. Uh, Snoop Dogg had had enough. He was willing to just give away his box, his luxury box, for like $5 a game. He was so disgusted. He wanted the coach fired. He wanted everyone gone. Full cleaning of the house there in Lakerland. He went through the whole list, and he he went down there. And it was a tremendous rant. He posted it on social media. We played it for you, a cleaned-up version. And uh, why don't we, we play that again? All right, let's play it again. Let's listen here. Let's flash back, because I think this is worthy of being played again, because there's something to add to it here. This is the other night Snoop Dogg before – the Lakers went out and lost to the Clippers to pretty much be almost mathematically eliminated from playoff consideration. This was Snoop Dogg prior to the game. And it's terrible watching my Lakers play. Somebody got to go. Somebody got to go. Matter of fact, a got to go. Starting with the coach. Well, it's going to work. This is not the L.A. way. He's sorry, Nothing. Get LeBron's help. Because these goofballs ain't going to do They sorry. Suck. I'm selling my booth right now. I got a booth for the next two years, three years. Y'all can have it. $5 for booth to the Laker games. $5 is the price. Anybody can have it. All the homies hit me. Blow me up right now. I'll blow you up. <laughs> well, that was the first domino to fall. Well, now we have another domino the man who is most known as the founding member of a group, you might know them as the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Flea, he has reached his breaking point. He has reached critical mass. Longtime Laker apologist and a regular at Laker games over the years. Flea, he posted this heartfelt note just a short time after the L.A. Clippers. Hold on, let's go to our cam here to see what they did. Hold on. Yeah, they're still hammering the nail there into LeBron's coffin uh, for the postseason. But here's what Flea wrote. He said, Dear Lakers, why do you do this to me? Do you realize there are fans out here that really care? This is seven years of this. Are you just going to get one more year, one more year contracts in pursuit of a star? I don't give a about a star. Flea, founding member of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, wrote, build a team that loves to play together, period, stop, uh, from Flea. So that is now, in the span of a couple of days, two prominent celebrity Laker fans that have said, I can't take it anymore. I have reached my breaking point. I'm done. I can't handle this. The pain is real. The pain is seven years, seven wonderful, glorious years. (laughs) All right, so let's discuss. Now, what is your reaction to what has gone on here uh, around the the Lakers as they are six games back with about a month to go, a month and and some change to go, and a much, uh, much more difficult schedule than any of the other teams that are ahead of them in the playoffs? So what I have here, uh, well, first of all, this was predictable, but I've got the the mushroom, the hissy, and the serenade. All right, those three things, and we will combine all this together. Now, first of all, the jig is up for the Lakers. 
right? What we have right now is a group of people that in their wildest imagination never thought this was possible. Remember strutting around like a peacock when LeBron James had arrived. There was a victory celebration. It was reminiscent to when Carmelo Anthony arrived in New York. Because I remember when Carmelo arrived from the Nuggets, he was given a parade down the Hero of Canyons in Manhattan, right? Uh, the Canyon of Heroes, rather. They, they celebrated Carmelo and all that. And he was going to save the Knicks. And of course, he didn't save the Knicks. He was, you know, just another guy. He had a couple of good years, but that's it. But LeBron derangement syndrome is running rampant in Hollywood. You've got all these celebrities now who are pouting and sulking and whining. There's a gigantic mushroom cloud that has gone over Staples Center in relation to what's going on in Lakerland with them being under 500 at this point. Now, as I mentioned, it is predictable, but the second thing here, the analogy for this, the reaction of the celebrity Laker fan, the moment LeBron James arrived, they thought it was like a kid on Christmas whose parents say, hey, your mom and dad tell you, you know what, you've done pretty good this year, we're going to get you an Xbox, or Santa's going to get you an Xbox for Christmas, and you're so excited to get the Xbox. You're like, man, and you're going to get a couple of games? Yeah, I'm getting games. You're like, wow, this is the coolest thing. And then you open it up, and you set it all up, and you're, oh, my God, the anticipation. You're like, I'm going to play every game. I'm going to be the coolest kid in my neighborhood. I got the Xbox. And then you plug it in, and you realize it's damaged, it's broken, and your parents aren't going to get it fixed because they didn't get insurance on it, and it was broken in delivery. That's the analogy. That's it. Right? The truth hurts. London Bridge is falling down. In this case, it's LeBron James. It's raining, it's pouring, and the old man James is snoring. That's what's happening right now. And it's become a blood sport in the Hollywood community. And I got to tell you, I like it. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to complain here at all. And uh, who's going to have to walk the plane? So, now, Luke Walton, we'll talk more about this later, but Luke Walton, there's already reports he's going to be fired. But that is a scapegoat situation. That is a scapegoat situation with, you know, oh, let's get rid of, of Luke Walton. But LeBron James isn't carrying his weight. Now, to the uneducated basketball fan, there's a lot of morons that like the NBA. So, well, look at his stats. Look at the numbers of LeBron James. But do you actually watch the game? There's one play in particular. If you watched it, it was on NBA TV, the Laker-Clipper game that was played on Monday night. There's one play in particular that sums up all of what's wrong with the with the Lakers in this, and it, it involved Kyle Kuzma and LeBron James. LeBron James, who is just lazy, he's a designated hitter at this point. He just doesn't want to play defense. He doesn't try to play defense uh, more than a couple of plays a game. Uh, and in this game, in the fourth quarter of an eight-point game, the Clippers are inbounding the ball from underneath the Lakers' basket. And I believe it was Patrick Beverly who's inbounding the ball. So it's an eight-point game. You still mathematically have a chance to win the game. Beverly inbounds the ball. They're running the inbound play. And Kyle Kuzma is standing at the top of the key next to LeBron James and has to physically shove LeBron James to get LeBron to even make an effort to go out and guard Danilo Gallinari, who was taking the inbounds pass. The guy's checked out. LeBron James checked out. Now, of course, he's got a parade of people who are going to carry his water, as we talked about here, make a bunch of excuses. The comments are starting to trickle in 
from the losing locker room there. The better story is in the losing locker room. And the LeBron James excuse-making is in midseason form, right? LeBron, now what do you think the go-to excuse here for LeBron James is at this particular point? Uh, it is the injury boogeyman. LeBron is going with the injury boogeyman. Here's his quote. Uh, for We don't have the audio on it. We have this? Okay, let's go to the audio. Here's LeBron on all the Laker injuries and how they have taken their toll on the Lakers' season. Let's go to the audio tape. Here we go. They just had more energy at the end. I mean, for us, we basically played six guys. I mean, we, we played eight, but those were limited minutes for two other guys. Um, B.I. with B.I. being out, um, obviously – the injuries is taking a toll on us. Um, I thought defensively we were pre- pretty dang on good <laughs> under the circumstances, uh, but offensively we couldn't. We just couldn't make a shot. All right, LeBron also expanded on it a little bit. He said, "I haven't been a part of a season with this amount of injuries to all our key guys, our big, big key guys. It's just the way the season has been. We've had guys step up. Really, they've had guys step up. Uh, and then he said, Josh, and named some other people and all that. This is one of the great cop outs of all time." Right, This makes LeBron look even worse, and I'll tell you why. The Boston Celtics lost what was supposed to be their top two players last year. Now, they lost Gordon Hayward before the season started. He started like a minute of the first game against LeBron's Cavaliers last year and got hurt, but Kyrie Irving was down for the count, and the Celtics, they gutted it out. They got all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals and Game 7 last year. Now, they've come apart at the seams this year in Boston, but last year with all those injuries, Right, All those injuries, they ended up getting all the way to the doorstep of the NBA Finals. That is what you heard from LeBron James. That is a defeatist attitude. LeBron James has a defeatist attitude. That is a loser's approach. You know what winners do? You know what they do? Next man up, right? Do your job. All those cliches, those hokey things that Belichick and those guys say, you know, the train doesn't stop a moving, right? All those hokey things that teams say when someone gets hurt. And you can win with players that are out and all that stuff. And LeBron James, even when he came back, the Lakers were not buried. They've been buried since LeBron James came back. That's the see. The excuse is going to be, well, LeBron James is he missed 18 games. The Lakers went six and twelve. But the last 19 games that LeBron James has played in, since he's been back, the Lakers had a very good chance of making the playoffs. They were right there on the doorstep. The last 19 games, the Lakers have a 368 winning percentage. They're seven and twelve in games LeBron has played. That is the issue there. That's the the falling apart, the the wall the walls crumbling in. Now, the final point. Get back to how we started this with Flea. Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Snoop Dogg, Hollywood, the music industry turning their back on the Lakers, demanding changes. Heads will roll. But it's not just the celebrity fans, it's your regular fans. Because if you were listening closely there, LeBron James was serenaded. Did you hear what LeBron James was serenaded with? Did you catch this at all? What did the guys in the uh, 300 level, the real fans at Laker games, the people that sit up top there that can barely afford to go to the games, bust their ass, the hardworking fan that goes up there, the historians, what did they chant? What did they chant at LeBron James? Do we have the audio? I don't know if we have the audio on this or not. Uh, but it, it was tremendous. The Laker fans started chanting, We want Kobe! We want Kobe! They chanted that. 
They they were serenading after LeBron James missed a foul shot. They that's it. They they, they were they were giving the business to LeBron James. Oh God, gets even better. Gets even better. Hold, let's go into our live wake cam here. Let's check in here. Yeah, they're still hammering the nail there. Let's check in and say hello to Edmund, Dallas, Steamboat, Willie, Judas, Solid Gold, Garcia. It's taking them a long time to hammer those nails in. Well, there's there's a lot of nails, Eddie. You don't want that. You want that coffin to reopen. You got to make sure that coffin seals. Oh, that coffin ain't reopening. It's it's uh, it's, it's would, closed for good this season. I would tend to agree with you, Eddie, and uh, but I think it's tremendous. Well, it's about time you you well, were you were not agreeing uh, with me. It, it took and, the Clippers. It took the good yeah. ship clip to close out the Lakers. They are done, dead on arrival, dead on arrival. They filled out all the paperwork. Uh, that's where we are right now. It's just tremendous. Did you see the Kyle Kuzma push heard around the I NBA? Did. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. Is that <laughs> is that not why I, I give Kuzma credit? That took some balls. To push LeBron, like LeBron's so lazy that it took a teammate, a young second-year guy, to push LeBron James. Like, hey, LeBron, to cover you a guy on the you might want to you might want to guard the Clippers' best player, Danilo Gallinari. Uh, you might want to do that. He missed the shot, but it wasn't because of LeBron James' tremendous defense. Yes, I did see that. Yeah, that, uh, that, that. that that was telling for sure. That for was sure. Uh, that was tremendous. So what what happens to LeBron now? He said he was in playoff mode. What is yeah. he? Does he have to end that? Yeah. I mean, that's over with, right? Now, I mean, he's, he's not. Yeah, it's deactivation mode now. Deactivation I say, mode. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you, you. Why would anyone want to sign up for that if you're a free agent? Like, why? Boy, the the biggest. Maybe he never activated. Maybe he never. No, activated he said he it? did. He said he activated. LeBron said he activated. Yeah. Well, he said it in words, but not in deeds. Yeah. The excuses are starting already. It's a bum. For- <laughs> Roberto was one of those guys chanting Kobe. That's right. We want Kobe. He was one of those guys. But the excuses are out there about LeBron that he's he looks tired. He looks hurt. But LeBron's tired. Yeah, that's uh, some people are saying that. They're, I'm seeing some of the comments here about LeBron and people trying he's to. Not spin. tired from playing defense. I know that. Uh, oh, hey, look, that's a low blow by you, Eddie. Yeah, I like that. It's, it's good. An accurate blow. Coming around finally to the dark side. It's a good job by you. I, I've never been a LeBron fan, and and yeah. Yeah. so this, a there, there's a lot of people that are, you know, one of our favorite words, Schadenfreude. A lot of people around. No, the I don't NBA. do Schadenfreude. Oh, that's, I do that's not a total do that. No, no, no. You are no. Doctor Schadenfreude. Hold on a sec, Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> the hammer. They're still hammering, Eddie. Well, those Clippers need to do some hammering practice. They don't. Well, they haven't done this in a while. I know. So it's they got, taken it's a out while. of practice, and they didn't think they'd have to do it once they traded Tobias Harris to the. Sixers, they thought, well, there's no need. They're not going to yeah. make the playoffs. Yeah. That was a white flag trade. That was a good push, man. The biggest mistake the Lakers <laughs> made. The biggest mistake the Lakers <laughs> made. Jerry West wanted to come back to the Lakers, and you let him go to the Clippers. What the hell were they smoking? What kind of crack were they smoking in the Laker offices? You have one of the great minds. You know why? Because they're all a bunch of egomaniacs, and they knew if Jerry West had come in there, Jerry, if he would Lakers- get the credit. Exactly. Not exactly. And so now they don't have to worry about Jerry West getting the credit. No, because they don't. <laughs> they're all going to get fired. Yeah, you're right. Every that's, one of them. That's the problem there. They had a chance to get Jerry West to bring uh, him back. And, and that skinny pants wearing, a skinny suit bozo, Rob Palenka, who's just a figurehead, uh, they can they can have him gone. And Jeannie Buzz trying to blame the media the other day. It was like, oh, come yeah, on. The media made up all that stuff. Yeah, that's good. Notice how Coop's been signed. Roberto, at least you're joining the, the mob here. I like that, Roberto. You're joining the mob. Yes, that's a Raider fan in you right there. You're wearing your Raider gear. No, no Laker gear. He's got the Dodger 
and the uh, Raider shirt. No, a keychain does not count. <laughs> a keychain does not count. <laughs> that does not count. jiggling. Yeah, that does not count. <laughs> you can't count a keychain. It's the Laker lanyard. No, that does not. That does not. That's not how it works. <laughs> but Cooper Lewis been very quiet. Let's go to Sal, though, in the LBC, who is up next year on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Sal. Hey, what's up, Ben? Nice. I really like your show, man, but you're really getting on my nerves. Why would I and be I getting what, what, am, what am I doing? Well, look, I, I, number one, number one, I love your underdog story, where you come from, you know, your hometown, Irvine, Mission Viejo, that, that area. Yeah. I love it. Very but oppressed. But as a true Laker fan, as a true Laker fan, I'm going to flip the script. Number one, we I never wanted LeBron James. All he brings is nothing but negativity it has to be all about him and the lakers are a much bigger organization than lebron james so as a true laker fan i never wanted him and i'm sure a lot of laker fans feel like me number two as a true laker fan i never even thought we'd make the playoffs this year so all your joy and talking crap about the lakers this lakers that all your all your talking about is something we all us true laker fans already knew if we made the playoffs we were going to overachieve hold on hold on hold on six go ahead go ahead let's check here hold on a second. i think that they're still hammering the nail there i'm sorry uh sal they're still hammering all right the nail. no worries no worries all right, all right. but i do like your i do all like right. your underdog story well bro. thank you buddy i appreciate that a real chicken soup for the soul as my friend who used to work here as a dentist now would say back in the day all right, Sal, hang in there, buddy. The Lakers will be good in maybe 10 years or so. You'll be good, okay? I, no, Just you're wrong, bro. <laughs> eat, your, eat your vegetables. You, LeBron's going to be 35 now. I'm waiting for the feedback. Give me some feedback. What, what do you want? Listen, Let's not, go. listen, I don't believe you, number one. I wish I, wa- I want to believe you, but I, I sat here. I took calls from a bunch of people. Nobody called up. No real Laker fans called up and said they're not going to make the playoffs. We had guys, they're going to make the Western Conference Finals. Golden State doesn't want to play the Lakers. They're, they're scared of LeBron James. I heard uh. all of I heard all of this. All of this. LeBron, he's so great. He can take this band of losers. It doesn't matter who he plays with. These are his guys. He wanted Rondo. He wanted uh, Lance Stevenson and all these guys to come in. Kuzma's a great young player. Brandon Ingram's wonderful. These guys will be even better with LeBron James. I heard all of it. Every one of these things was said. I wanted to focus on Paul George. I don't even like LeBron's peanut head. He should have stayed in the East Coast. We're the Lakers, man. We're, we're bigger than any uh, one player. You're stuck. And until they get, until they realize that that's what got us all them titles, we're never going to be relevant again. All right. Well, listen, listen to me. Dude. All right. Listen. I feel better now. Get it out. Get it all. Anything else you want to add there, uh, Sal? Anything thank else? You, thank you. Thank right. you. Thank you, Sal. God bless you. Great call. <laughs> One of my favorite nights of the year. I got to tell you, this could be the greatest night of radio we've had. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And Kubaloo. A couple of days ago, Adam Silver admitted that the All-Star game just isn't working. He went on to suggest that a shortened 70-game season with a pre- or mid-season tournament to make up for the lost revenue might be something to think about. 
Well, Ben, what do you think about it? All right, so th- this is simple. This is not going to happen. It's been talked about for years. It's not possible because, A, the NBA owners are going to say, okay, to facilitate this, we need concessions, also known as rollbacks on salaries. 15% down, the players are going to say, no, we're not giving percent, but we're not going to give back 15% of the money. This is a non-starter number two because right now the players have the best of both worlds. They only play 70 games anyway. They get paid for 82. So why would they cut back on salary? It makes no sense because then if they went to 70 games, they'd only play 60 games. All right, next. You Darvish pitched two scoreless innings in spring training this weekend, and after that game proclaimed that he feels like he has the best stuff of his life right now. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's worth noting that he was regularly hitting 97 on the radar gun. Yeah, my ass. Ben, what are the chances of a career revival for you, Darvish? Zero! This is the most gutless pitcher I've ever seen in my life. He served up the Vomit Comet in Game 7 of the World Series. He's a disaster. I'm, I'm glad he's a cub. He sucks, and it ain't going to be 80 degrees in Arizona, in or Chicago, rather, in, in uh, the beginning of the baseball season. Forget about it. Next, quickly, hurry up. We don't have time. That's it. Two questions, Coop. How did I do? We failed. You I win. The third question. We Incomplete. don't need the third question. You know why? The Lakers aren't going to the playoffs. They're done. Kaput. See you later. Out of here. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. And it is another edition of Mallers Mountain of Money, the Benny's edition by Opie. Okay. All right, let's do it right now. Here we go. It is the uh, Maller Mountain of Money segment. We welcome in our contestants, first of all. We're very big in Rancho. Is this the same Rancho? Rancho Cucamonga? Yeah. Yep. Right, look at that. We, we dominate. We have a 10 share in Rancho Cucamonga. We say hello to Rob. Hello, Rob. Hey, what's happening? We in the same car smoking the blunt listening to favorite show. Oh, look at that. That's bonding right there. That is tremendous. There you go. Very nice. All right. Well, we'll play the game, Rob. We know what you're doing, and you do that for a living, yes? Yeah, you can say that. Yeah, I understand. All right. Hold on a second. We have Damien who's listening uh, San Diego way in Oceanside. Hello, Damien. What's up, Ben? What's going on, man? You ready to do this? Yeah. And what do you do in Oceanside? Um, I, That's a very I difficult work. question. I know. <laughs> there will be many more difficult questions to follow. Uh, maybe the hardest question you will ever be asked in your life, Damien, is what you do for a living. Yes. I work at the, the trade show conventions. The trade show convention. Yeah. But doesn't that travel around the trade show convention? Doesn't that? Yeah. Move? It San does. Diego, Anaheim, and LA. Okay. So you just kind of rotate yeah. around. I got you. All right. Yeah. Very good. Hold on a sec. Rob, who would you like to partner up with, Rob, driving around Rancho Cucamonga? Man, better than you, my man. Oh, oh, man. I am. Oh, boy. We are in for it. Me and you, That's Rob. Right. You're riding shotgun. Hold on a sec. Damien, who would you like to partner up with, Damien? Uh, can I partner up with Weedman? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I think we we don't have enough delay to have Weedman on the air again. Unfortunately, yeah. You can play with Eddie, Roberto, or Koopaloop. Coop. All right, Koopaloop. Very good. Those are the teams. We'll put you both on the air. 
And the categories are we have Whoopie Pie Blair, Justin in Cincinnati, Cowboy in Windsor, and Benny in the Weed Man. Rob, pick a category. Oh, goodness. Oh, uh, oh boy. We're oh. off to a great start. I'm really sad they didn't pick me. Oh, Eddie. You want to play, Eddie? No. Come on, Rob. Uh, what, what were the categories again? Oh, oh mer- mercy. Sweet baby Jesus. Uh, we have Whoopi Pie Blair, Justin in Cincinnati, Cowboy in Windsor, and Benny in the Weedman. Cowboy in Windsor. Cowboy in Windsor. Hallelujah. All right. Cowboy in Windsor. Very good. And uh, Damien, pick a category, please. Uh, Blair. Blair. Okay. Very good. So we go first here, Rob. We're going to put 45 seconds on the clock. You must give both the first and last name, and I will give you a series of clues here. And you are so high, you will not get many of these right, but we'll try anyway, okay? Let's do it. All right. I like that. You sound like Tone Loke. Okay, (laughs) here we go. Let's do it. Here we go. Start that. Hit that button right there and go. All right, uh, number 99, the greatest hockey player of all time. Wayne Gretzky. Correct. A uh, white guy from the Phoenix Suns well, was a MVP back-to-back in the NBA. Played with the Lakers at the end Dan of his career. Dan Marley? No, played oh. with the Lakers at the end of his career. Also played with the Mavericks. Steve Nash. Yes, correct. Uh, wow. He was married to a Kardashian. He's with the Cavaliers, the center. Bob Humphrey? Uh, Humphrey? No, with the Cavaliers, the center. He knocked up a Kardashian. No, all right. Yeah, correct. Ooh, uh, Minnesota Timberwolf guy. He's not Carl Anthony Towns, but the other. He's Canadian, this guy. Good scorer, small forward. All right, pass. First base, oh. first baseman for the Cincinnati Reds. He's Canadian also. All these guys are Canadian. Uh, first baseman for the Reds. Wiggins. Was Andrew Wiggins? Uh, yes, after the buzzer, but too late. But, uh, yeah. Well, amazingly, he got 60 points. Oh, I think that might be enough. That's actually better uh, than I thought he was going to yeah. do. So. Okay. 60 points. Okay. We're, we're in the lead, so you just put a curse, uh, put a curse, uh, Rob, on Coop. I think he knew that. It was just slow to slow to slow on the trigger. Why would he be slow? I don't know. <laughs> All right. I was hitting the blood. I mean, you caught me I in understand. a half moment. Yeah, we know. These are problems All right, we have. Damien. I understand. Uh, <clears throat> Pass to the Damien. We have this guy's like Brandon Ingram. Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. We have Whoopi Pie Blair. These athletes have all won MVP awards. You got 45 seconds. Let's okay. go. Current quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. Cam Noon. Uh, former Broncos and Colts quarterback has a giant forehead. <laughs> Payne Manning. Yes. Uh, best player in baseball. He's on the Angels. Mike Trout. Yes. The Admiral, former center for the Spurs. David Robertson. Oh, yes. Robertson. Uh, uh, 2005 MVP. He was a running back for the Seahawks, but like that's all he ever did, really. Marshall Lynch. No, no, no. Way before that. Um, we'll, we'll skip it. Uh, former MVP, he didn't make it to the Hall of Fame. He was like a big Church of Latter-day Saints guy. Uh, played for the Braves. Most famous for the Braves, right? Yeah. Joe Murphy. Oh, yeah. Wow. He cheated, he said. He just admitted he what? cheated, Coop. He just what? said he cheated. He just said, cheat? he just said he cheated. Nah, I'm just playing. I'm just no, playing. I think you cheated. I, I think you should avoid the game. Okay. Well, my, my whole family, my whole, my whole grandparents are Mormon. That's how I know. They oh, love them. Yeah, you were, oh, yeah. You don't want to be kicked Ain't out nobody of nobody knows Dale Murphy. Uh, yeah, well, that guy did. Uh, uh, 180 <laughs> points for uh, Damien and Coop. Wow. Dale Murphy, 1970s baseball. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Superstation. Yeah. TBS. I, 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 we don't have time right, to give go. my tribute to Skip Carey. Okay. Here we go. Pick a category. Great. We're back up, Rob. We get to go again. Justin in Cincinnati or Benny and the Weed Man. 
Benny. Benny the weak man. Thank God you could say it. All right, very good. We'll put 45 seconds on the clock. Here we go. We're on our way. And all these athletes are notorious for being involved in fights. All right, here we okay. go. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, uh, the money team. Money team uh, just retired from boxing. Little guy. Floyd Mayweather. Correct. Uh, the Express, pitcher for the Texas Rangers and the Houston. Nolan Ryan. Correct. Uh, he changed his name, played with the Indiana Pacers and the Lakers. Ron Artest. Correct. Uh, he played for the Mets in the 1980s, did a lot of cocaine when he went to the Dodgers. Correct. A defensive back for the Rams. He shot himself in the leg with the Broncos. No, the L.A. Rams right now defensive back with the Rams. Was in the Super Bowl. Pass. A white guy from the Bad Boy Pistons of the 1980s. Big, tall, white guy oh. hit those uh, jump shots. Uh, the second greatest hockey player of all time behind Wayne Gretzky, Detroit Red Wing legend. Oh, man. That's more oh. white guys, man. You don't know the white guys. The Ron Artest shouldn't count because his name is Matter World Peace. It doesn't matter because they only got 100 points. That's 116, <laughs> and that's not enough to overcome Damien and Coop. All right. You didn't get – did he get strawberry? Strawberry. Yeah, yeah he did. He did strawberry. But Keep Tlaib's a black guy. You didn't get that. What's up with that, dude? Bad job by you. All right, well, Damon, you won, but, uh, you know, hey, Rob had a better time than you because he smoked a lot of weed while he was playing the game, so he driving around Rancho I don't think Cucamonga. it was just while he was playing the game. No, not at all. Another <laughs> edition of Mallers Mountain of Money. The games just get better and better. Del Murphy, wow, that was yeah. crazy. Blame his Mormon grandparents. Got <laughs> <Right? laughs> a murder, got to go. It takes everything, man. It does. You gotta... All right, that's it. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. 
Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.